looking out the window right now, watching all this snow. Looking good, looking great, looking fresh air. Yeah, I want to thank my people for coming in and chiming in on me and listening to me while I sit here and marinate on my thoughts. Maybe some of y'all can help me with my thoughts. Give me your opinion, what you think about it, how you feel. All you got to do is just come on in and holler at me and let me know. So, you know, I got a lot of information I like to know. I'm not here to start nothing. I'm not here to begin nothing. And I ain't even here for no drama. I'm just here to learn. Just here to learn. And just here to learn. But I want to thank all y'all for coming in. Y'all take care and have a blessed day. And peace. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police can kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got to ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth, try to act offended, shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even want to teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this, but the peace to Marcus. Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. When I'm home chilling around, I stay tuned to the Fame Podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to fame. He has the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes, very informative. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to fame. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home chilling the world, I stay tuned to the Fame Podcast. It's the hottest message out there. And uh, when I'm at the spot just chilling, or when I'm in the car just driving around, I always listen to Fame. He keep it real. He say it was real. And that's one of the hottest podcasts around. I definitely suggest it. Check them out.
we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about where we're coming before we get lost. Let me out first. Can't get what we do without knowing. Hey, y'all. What's up? This is Faze. First of all, I want to thank the Most High for all he do for us, y'all. Knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the Most High Builder. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all we do. Knowingly and unknowingly. I want to thank all of my interstate people for listening, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. And I want to thank all my out-of-state people for listening. I want to thank you for listening. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. I got to shake it down. I got to shake it down. I got to shake it down, down. Shake it down. Shake it down. Shake it down. Hey, y'all. This phase. I wanna, I wanna bring something to your attention. Before I do this, I wanna thank all y'all. Um, I'm gonna start doing a new show. Start opening it up around Saturday, around one o'clock. That's what I'm just start doing my live show. Uh, I'll be doing live shows on Saturdays, and I'll be doing live shows. Probably, I'll probably make it a. Uh, a Thursday as well. A Thursday and a, and a Saturday. I'm going to try to start doing live shows. Um, Thursdays should be after. Get y'all time to really get together. Thursday around 7. Um, Saturday, I'm going to try to say around um, 7 as well. Around that area. Um, I want to um, thank y'all for listening. Hope y'all bring in the New Year's, made goals and plans, and focus on what needs to be done. I wanted to bring an attention to um, the state of um, Baltimore, Maryland. I hear y'all, man. I hear y'all brothers out there. I'm so proud of y'all, man. I hear y'all brothers out there doing things, man. What we need to do right now is try to get this community together and get our nation together. You know, colonialism, white supremacy, and the Jewish community got us like this, y'all. Especially that Jewish community. They got our brothers out here killing each other, selling dope, and all that. And the big dope theme, I mean, the deep, the big dope dealer is the Jewish community, y'all. When you listen to my podcast, it was this Jewish dude bringing all the dope down this way and, bring, and, and bringing it into the black community. We need to find out who our enemies are. We need to find out who these people are putting these domain on us. We got these Uncle Tom police officers, male and female, that look like us and want and and make it so bad, police force stems off slave patrol. And they the biggest slave patrol, Uncle Tom, who's that nigga on that nag? They right here, 
I'm going to tell y'all. When I moved to Baltimore in 2006, y'all, I came up here because I was in Carolina. They doing all that racial profiling and all this, all this stuff trying to kill me. So I said to myself, let me move to Baltimore where the murders and killers at so they'll leave me alone. But that's a that's the messed up way of thinking about that, man. Because Baltimore had one of the highest murder rates, and then they turn around and had the highest homicide. The Bible said, thou shalt not kill. All y'all sitting up here killing your brothers, <coughs> you gonna get it. That's why y'all feeling in a certain type of way. That's why y'all getting in this trap. Y'all need to realize that everything that's going on in Baltimore is a trap. And you come up here, they and, and not to spill nasty or 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 a vomit into Baltimore Arena, but me being a country boy. When we come out here and we speak to people in Baltimore, hey, how you doing? These people don't speak back. They something wrong with their minds. That's why some of the brothers got to come out here who's from here to analyze the subject and make it better. And I see some of these brothers out here standing up doing them what they got to do. And I give y'all amends and may the most I continue blessing y'all and giving y'all the strength and the knowledge and the understanding and being fearless. It's a shame that I can't walk out the street and say hey to my brother, worrying about my brother trying to rob me, trying to kill me for no reason. Why is our heart like that, man? Why do we think like that? Why do you look at me like I want to kill you? I don't have no job to give you. I don't have no banks to give. You know what I'm saying? All this is stemming off white supremacy, KKK, and the Jewish community. They go in our community and stab and rob and kill us and take our community and push us back. And nobody don't want to do nothing. We sit out here and want to escape the trauma, smoking up crack, shooting hurry up in our arm, drinking, getting drunk. You know what I'm saying? Doing all these mindful things not to be accountable for what you need to be doing. Yes, it's hard out here. It wouldn't be hard out here if we was brothers and we sticking together and making a union. When I came down here, Baltimore supposed to be Blackamore. Black people running everything, but white people got they they got their knee in their throat and they think they running something, but they don't. It's a shame. How in the heck that you continue killing and killing and killing and killing and killing and nobody ain't ain't nobody doing nothing. What it is, y'all, is they stealing your organs. They want to say, y'all so disenfranchised with self identity and culture that we got other communities coming in killing stealing our children raping our children raping our women locking up our men and making our society and our community look like a hellhole when is this gonna stop when is we gonna put our foot down and be men and stand up Men shouldn't be telling other men to stand up. Fight for your community. Fight for your children. 
Fight for your wives. Fight for your women. Fight for your elders. We don't want to fight for our well-being. We want to be the person that cripple our well-being. That's why we, we put the narrow on the, uh, the crabs in the bucket. How many brothers in the bucket acting like crabs? How many brothers in the bucket acting like crabs trying to bring another brother down because you trying to get up? This is the trick hat that the colonialism, white supremacists, and the Jewish community put upon y'all. They don't give y'all good educations. And y'all paying all these taxes on beat up education and y'all want to give up. Y'all, y'all paying all this money, giving all this money to these colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK and the Jewish community and ain't nothing coming out of it. Now we sparking the flame, Baltimore. Now we pouring gas on that flame, Baltimore. We got brothers out here now. It's, it's tired of it. We got sisters out here now. It's tired of it. So are you going to help the problem? Or are you going to be a part of the problem? Because if you're a part of the problem, may the most high do something to you that you will never be a part of the problem no more. Because us men, as men, we got to step up. We got to grab our loins and stand up. Instead of the white man and the Jewish community got their hands squeezed on our loins, we need to bust them in the mouth and get their hands off our loins and grab our own loins. They done destroyed us. They done destroyed Baltimore so much that they think that this is the North that they is not being educated right. Oh, Baltimore is the North. Baltimore is the North. See, that's what I be saying. These, these clowns are not teaching your children or you right. All they want you to do is follow suit. White, uh, um, the Jewish community call y'all cattle. Fam, when we gonna realize this, that we've been in a trick hat for all this time? Where's the men with the heart at? Where's the men with the fighting spirit at? Where's the men that walk around here grabbing their balls and letting them know that our community is not to be fucked with no more? We got police officers that look like us, wanna put us in jail, and they don't have no conscience, man. But it's quick for a white police officer to put us in jail. But the, the same spirit that the white police have, officer have is the same spirit that the black people police have against their own people. What's the matter of that? Because they sick people. Question for y'all. If one man come to you and say he three different persons, you say he's schizophrenic and he's crazy. But when another people come out here and say they're a woman, they're changing their identity to a woman, changing their body and transferring them to a woman, 
or a woman want to be a man, a man want to be a woman, dressing and, 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 and taking all the things that the Most High put on their body and taking it off. You say that's normal. So what's the matter with this picture, y'all? We then outside force regulate our mindset on our children. Now they're giving our children to play with dildos and butt plugs. Our little boys are playing with dildos and butt plugs. And we already know what the moments I say about homosexual. A man or a woman that sleep with the same same sex is abomination to God, and you'll surely get put to bed to death, says the Bible. A man that sleep with another man like he do does a woman is abomination to God. A woman sleeping with another woman is abomination to God. So all these abominations to the most high and these people following around with wickedness. When are we going to rise up? When are we going to look these people in the face and say no more? One man can't do it. 20 men can't do it. 100 men can't do it. We need 5,000 men. We need 5,000 men to be right there in front of Baltimore Capitol and start letting them know no more. No more. But where's the people at the heart? It only affects you when somebody you know or one of your kid folks get victimized by a crime. Then you all in your feelings and then you want to do something. But you should have done something before. Because we don't realize this. If you know somebody did a crime and you don't report that crime, or let somebody know who did that crime, who killed somebody or did something to them, you will be punished like them when the Most High come. What the, what the deal is, y'all think the Most High is a joke. What the deal is, y'all think Most High is a delusion. What the deal is, y'all think Most High is a punk. That's what y'all think. Because if y'all ain't think that way, y'all wouldn't be doing the things that y'all do. But that's all right. But when he come, we're going to see how much a punk he is. We're going to see how much a bitch he is. We're going to see how much a sissy he is when he come. Because he ain't coming down here to play no games. He done gave all y'all warnings. He putting y'all watch. He putting his watchmen out here warning y'all. And some of y'all mocking these watchmen. The Bible said, let the most high deal with them. The ones that chastising the most high work. Chastising the guys that doing the most high work. Now, you see a whole lot of black men on the corner preaching the word of God and then all other black people looking at them like they stupid. They're not saying, dang, these brothers in these books, they trying to do the right thing. They look at the brother like they some, like they stranger. They so caught, caught up in that Willie Lynch they, they doped up with that Willie Lynch, that, that Willie Lynch letter. They got that Willie Lynch blood in them, y'all. And the Most High got, that's why the Most High got to get them, eradicate them away from us. They doing too much. 
They doing too much family. And we need to rise as a nation. We need to rise as the people. And we need to rise like we belong. Nobody is exempt from this. If you live in Baltimore City, it could be your child next. That's how real this thing is. So we're asking you to bring your young men and your young women to us. Playtime is over. Fathers in prison. Some of the fathers are in the street leading this madness. And that children got to see them. I got to have kids with me and go around the corner so they won't see their father on the block slinging. Don't be part of the problem by being silent. Being silent and on the sideline right now is part of the problem. All that's got to hold each other accountable. That's right. All these mothers know that kids carry guns. All the grandfathers, mothers, uncles, cousins know they carry guns. I hold all y'all accountable. Black lives only matter when somebody else is killing us. That's right. Nobody. So, you hear the brothers that's speaking out and be more. You hear the brothers that's claiming out that we need justice. Now, they saying about the guns. You have to be mature to have a gun. That is your basic right to bear arms. But you so in a delusional state, think because you got a gun, you you the man. But if you got a gun and you about that life and you want to kill somebody like that, why you don't act like that when you go into the white neighborhood? When a white man come with the police force, you pissing on yourself. You crying mama, mama, daddy, daddy. You ain't about that life now. What's wrong? If you're going to be about the most high life, or you're going to be about that street life. Because the street life is everlasting death. It's no time to be playing no more. It's no time to be rocking in a rocking chair. Ain't no time to be doing that side, that side speculation. Or trying to bring somebody down because they want to do better and bring their community better. That's why I say, I hear you, Baltimore. I hear you, brothers. Now, if we can get another brother, enough brothers online on board and keep it real. It's a shame that you got to take your children around the corner when your daddy out there smoking crack or shooting heroin in his arm or he on his or, or he out here in a dazzle, dazzle mental state because he all hired up on heroin and all that other stuff. They don't care. Man, you see all these heroin needles on the ground? They don't care. We need, we need as men, strong, righteous men, to make all these jokers accountable. Any means necessary to make them accountable. Because when somebody holds you accountable, then you got to watch yourself. You got to monitor yourself. You got to observe the things that you do with yourself. You got to buckle up or bounce out. There's a whole lot of people be talking all that tough talk. But when it comes to dealing with somebody, when they out of their 
And when they out of their square into somebody else's square, they tough talkers no more longer. So, men, when are y'all going to really rise up and stop beating each other up and start patting each other on the back and supporting us, supporting each other? And it's already hard. It's already hard. It's already hard to be a damn black man. And y'all make it hard. Why y'all make it hard for us? We the laughing stock of this world. And we want to sit up here and have somebody hands on our loins and, and y'all mindset is like Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, Kendrick Perkins, Stephen A., Uncle Tom Smith. That's what the spirit of most of y'all Negroes in Baltimore have. Y'all niggas, so, y'all spirit so much like them that the most high got to eradicate y'all. Because y'all the problem. That's why you need to repent for everything you do and say and get on board. Ain't no use to us sitting up here getting mad at each other. Ain't no use to us sitting up here trying to put each other down or make all these fly notes or whatever. The thing is to take care of our community, to take care of our family, to take care of our loved ones, to take care of my brother to take care of my sister and take care of my elders. How hard is that, Baltimore? How hard is that? But some of y'all are so weak and y'all so distraught and y'all so wicked as hell that you got to go. And when the Most High got to get you out of here, he got to get you out of here. Because you don't want to do right. You don't want to see right. The Bible said, don't go wicked for wicked, evil for wicked, evil. Let the most high deal with it. But when wicked hits you, you want to do wicked, so that makes you wicked. When evil hits you, you want to be evil, so evil got to hit you. We don't look at this, what goes around, comes around, because the educational system is not teaching y'all. They're not teaching y'all nothing. All they teaching y'all is how to be this. Y'all look at Baltimore and see, this is what the community and the school is teaching y'all. How to be this. Dumbass, stupid ass, murderers, killers, and weak ass people. Ignorant. Unrighteous. Selfish. Ain't no way in the world that people like me in Baltimore is up to 300 plus in homicide every damn year and then broke the record of having the highest murder rate in the world y'all don't think that's something wrong with that this is what it is y'all half of y'all weak I was looking at this movie And I see how all y'all brothers want to be like Al Capone. All that dope shit. All that killing shit. 
All this is so set up for you to fall back and be in this position. Cause, cause one dude got a hundred thousand dollars and one are selling dope, and this other dude got a million dollars selling dope. You don't think that the most high gonna do something to you? You gonna let that money and that wickedness rule your whole privilege, your life, your soul? Because one day you gonna die, yo. And when you die, you gotta deal with the most high. You ain't scared now. You ain't scared now. You ain't scared now. But when he come, we gonna see how many of y'all joker be pissing and shitting on yourself. Because you already know that Joe Doomsday is up to come. Baltimore, all the people are doing righteous, all the people stepping up, and all the people seeing when I sin, keep going. May the most I continue blessing y'all. May the most I can continue putting hinges over you and your family and your loved ones. And may the most I keep y'all from evil that it may not grieve y'all. And for all the wicked people that's starting all this stuff and don't care and is a part of all this mess. May the most I doom you and yours. Peace. Just talk, can we just talk, talk about where we're coming, before we get lost, let me our thoughts, can't get what we do without knowing. keep telling you fam we always got these low life men, um, men that minds are like children all they want to think about is that childish stuff they don't want to grow up to be men they want to grow up in and be child it, the bible says a season for everything so it's a season that if no if we can't rest Nobody else in this world should be able to rest. If we can't sleep, nobody else in this world can't sleep. That's how we should handle it. That's how we should roll. And if the only and, and the people that's in the way, it just got to be removed. In this Los Angeles County, and witness the worst miscarriage of justice yes. that this world has ever seen. Yes. You want to know how I feel? I'll tell you exactly how I feel. I got some names that I want to call. Alex Spiro, Desiree Perez, and the whole wicked system of rock nation, including you, Jay-Z. Yes, yes. You who say you rose from the gutter 
but you have trained and bartered the souls of young men, and you're still doing it. The only independent witness in this courtroom is a man whose name is Sean Kelly. He came to court, and our attorneys, he would not even shake their hand after he went upstairs with Kathy Ta and Alex Bart. They met on Saturday before. They met, they on met with our witness. And then the man came back, and remember. I sat in the hallway while he sat with Jody Little, the prosecutor's investigator, who acted so dumb, an intelligent woman who did not want, listen, I've seen so much evidence buried in this, yeah. and I know exactly what the public out oh, here will yeah, say. Yeah. Don't talk. You will say, I say this because I'm a father. See, I am a father of thousands around the world. I'm a father of my kids, but a spiritual father to many. And I don't make stupid allegations because i got nothing better to do. You all have been bartering and trading the souls of young black and brown men yes. in this country. And I'm calling on all the umbrellas. I'm calling on everybody in this country to begin to rise up That's because right. your sons have been done right. dirty. Trust me, you will see that our God does not fail. This is not I know that this is wickedness. This district attorney, Miss Kathy Todd, is the same one that's witnessed or knew that five sheriff's deputies in LA County beat up a Spanish man with the last name Carrillo until the guy was beaten to and passed out. ABC News interviewed that man after Eyewitness News. And he said, I thought I would never be here to see my child born. And I would never been able to be around to see my other child rise up. But I'm telling you, this court system is not for justice. It's about wins and losses. And they do dirty to do whatever they can. I okay, white people. Ears to hear. This is the harsh reality for black people in America today, that we are expected to participate in democracy while receiving conditional citizenship in return. When zip code determines what kind of school that you go to, when zip code determines what kind of food you can eat, these are the vestiges of enslavement. So when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. It's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. I mean, this stuff is, is hard to hear, but these are tough conversations and I would probably have more hope in its impact on our culture if those same exact sentiments hadn't already been conveyed to white people over and over and over like one year you watching because something just sent shivers down the spines of western leaders with this one move putin could literally shift power overnight and there are warning signs popping up all over that crap is about to hit the fan in a big way don't be distracted by christmas you need to be paying attention because in fact the world economic forum is now issuing a major warning for the united states history 
slowly at the turning point. Yes, Klaus Schwab's WEF is warning the U.S. is in for a major recession. I've got a lot of important developments to get to and some stunning data to show you on this. Austrian economist Lawrence Leppert, all of the pieces are in place, he says. The system is so close to blowing a gasket. When it does, the global print-a-thon is going to change the world as we know it. You will either be in a position or you won't. Grab a chair before the music stops. Ouch. So as an example, it all started with a note from Credit Suisse contributor Zoltan Pozar. Now, Pozar, you'll recall, has been sounding the alarm about collapse of Western money structures that were put in place after World War II, better known as Bretton Woods. Now, he says the countries that have gold, oil, and other commodities will lead the world going forward. And we late this week issued a stunning alert about Putin, and his message has now gone viral. If Putin decides to flip the switch on the Western price cap on its oil by only accepting gold for oil, we would see the price of gold skyrocket to $3,600 an ounce. Basically saying, fine, hey, you want to put a price cap on our oil at $60? Fine. We just won't use dollars anymore. We will use gold. Now, Pulsar says this is not improbable at all. And then gold to double to $3,600 an ounce because of Putin's price move. Here's a Twitter take from David Brady that nails it. Gold to soar, crush Western banks when Putin unveils petro gold. Russia's decision to link gold to oil could bring gold back as a settlement medium and increase its intrinsic value sharply. Banks active in the paper gold market would face a liquidity shortfall. Basically, if you don't have gold, you're screwed. In other words, financial Armageddon. Their only solution is to print money they don't have, and this would mean collapse. Or as Clem Chambers put it, an almighty crash. Watch. I mean, nothing's going right. Even Warren Buffett's losing money. I mean, Warren Buffett is losing money. I mean, come on. And I think what we're in now is potentially an oncoming storm. There will be an almighty crash. So in this scenario, Russia's President Vladimir Putin responds to the recently introduced $60 a barrel of oil price cap by asking for a gram of gold for two barrels of crude oil. He writes that Russia won't produce more oil, but would ensure that there is enough demand that production doesn't get shut down. It would also ensure that more oil goes to Europe than to the United States through India. And most importantly, gold going from $1,800 to close to $3,600 would increase the value of Russia's gold reserves and its gold output at home in a range of countries in Africa, Pozar describes. So, at current market prices, the cap of $60 per barrel for Russian oil equals the price of a gram of gold. Now, Pulsar said, what eventually happens here is the United States pegs Russian export at this price, and Russia, in return, pegs it at a gram of gold. And this would come at a time when the United States is working to refill its strategic reserves with cheap petroleum. See, what's important here is that the Biden administration has drained the strategic oil reserves in the United States. And the only way to get it back is by purchasing cheap Russian oil. And then Putin says, sorry, we're only accepting gold now. Boom. Putin says, sure, you want a price cap at this price? We'll accept it if you pay for it in gold. Now, Biden has depleted the strategic petroleum reserves. We're now at a four-decade low of oil in those reserves. But the bigger problem for these banks is that if the world shifts towards gold-backed currencies, they are not prepared for it. The Western banks are living in a fantasy world right now of fake printed money as Russia, China, and India move towards a currency that is backed by gold. Be watching because See ya.
See, that's why I be trying to tell y'all. The ones sitting out there selling themselves out for that doo-doo paper. You done sold your people out. You done sold your family out. You done sold your loved ones out for doo-doo paper. You done broke up your marriage and your household over doo-doo paper. You know, your whole aura is after doo-doo paper. And now we seeing that this stuff is getting ready to collapse. And all these people that said that that doodoo paper is their God, the most high showing y'all that who's your God. How many black men and black women, Latino men and Latino women and native Indian men and native Indian women got gold? Got gold. I ain't talking about that gold chain, gold in ring, that real gold. So you don't spend all your livelihood. You sold yourself, you sold your soul to the devil. Now the most high done flipped this thing around and see what I'm saying, Putin playing games. Now that dude from Ukraine come over here to America asking for more money. And it's a damn shame that um, that America can give another country all these money, but we got people up here hungry, starving, and, and ain't got nowhere to live. Y'all think about that. So he give all this fake money to Ukraine for all this so they can stop Russia from doing what he want to do. But Putin, if you're going to be a man about what you do, go ahead and do it because they are already trying to do something to you. If this if it's your point to turn America into a damn flat flat line, no pause, that's what you should be doing. They sure enough would do it to you. Oh man, you talking like that? Oh man, you talking about that? But America is not for nobody but colonialism, white supremacy, and the Jewish community. That's who America is for. It was built on that, and now it's governed on that. And the Most High said that this land will be destroyed, and the wicked shall perish. You don't think, if y'all ain't in y'all spiritual real mind, you don't think that this stuff is getting ready to flip, and the Most High continue short telling his watchmen to tell y'all to be prepared? But half of y'all walking around here goofy, thinking y'all know everything, but when the reality hit, then what? I don't understand, fam. I don't see how all this gonna manifest in a positive way, fam. I keep putting all these adjectives, verbs, and adverbs, and nouns and pronouns out here for y'all to listen to. That's up to y'all. That's up to y'all. And then you got children and they sit up here because you know what? When they had us in captivity and had us around, they couldn't bring no food or whatever. What did the parents do? What did our parent forefathers' parents did? Start eating their children. It's in the Bible. They start eating their children. 
They wasn't prepared, so they start eating their children when the famine came. So that's what you're going to be doing? Looking at your child like he's a pork chop? Looking at your child like he's a steak? Looking at your child like he's a mashed potato? Looking at your child like he's some sweet yams? This is how y'all going to be. If you're not prepared, prepare to be eating your children or somebody else's children. Y'all think it's a game out here. There's too many people out here beating on their tom-tom, blowing up their smoke hat, but you still run around behind that dollar bill and think it's something. You left your man over that money. Oh, I need a man that make this much figure. Okay, you ain't got that doodle paper, so how, what you gonna do? You ain't even got the, the, the mental state to be on point. Now, now, we gonna see how many women that call them boss women, we gonna see how boss you gonna be. We gonna see how boss all these women gonna be when, it's, when, when the smoke hit the fan, when the smell hit the fan. Ain't no game out here. Keep telling y'all. Keep tooting on this tom-tom. But y'all don't want to hear it. Y'all running after that doodoo paper. And the man just said, if you ain't got no gold, you're going to be out of control. Tell you about the plan to retire the U.S. dollar. Right now, there is a race going on for digital currency. It's, it's a three-horse race, and Bitcoin is not in it. It's the U.S., China, or the IMF, the World Bank. We are looking for what is going to be the world reserve currency. What is going to replace the U.S. dollar? Russia and others are pushing out digital currency, etc., etc., but they're a tiny portion of the global currency power, and they're really not relevant, in my opinion. The U.S. Federal Reserve is behind China on the actual digital currency implementation. China already has the digital renminbi. It is renminbi is the people's money in uh, Mandarin. However, even though they've already pushed this out and they're already using it, the US is way ahead when it comes to potential adoption. 70% of international financial transactions right now are settled in US dollars. This is what gives our dollar any kind of value now. Whereas only 1.5% of the global transactions are settled in, uh, in Chinese money. And so the plan is to issue a digital U.S. dollar and then automatically convert U.S. dollars from the old U.S. dollars to digital U.S. dollars, D-U-S-Ds, okay? The banks would issue the D-U-S-D at some ratio that the Fed, the Fed would set. Now, Here's why this is so important for you to be ahead of the curve on. The money in your bank account will suddenly become US or DUSDs overnight. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be dollar for dollar. In fact, the Fed is going to be deciding how much loss everybody takes. The Fed will also offer US dollar cash holders, physical cash, but not in the banks to cash in old USDs for new DUSDs for some time period, six months or a year.
transparent investigation into this mess. Listen. When Nord Stream was damaged, there was uproar from politicians and mainstream media across Europe for about 24 hours. And then it seemed to have disappeared. Now, for the life of me, I was shocked that it could go down the list of uh, major items in the news so quickly. Uh, initially, of course, the Russians were blamed, but common sense kind of prevailed and they kind of thought, well, if the Russians don't want any gas going through the pipelines, they can actually turn the, half, turn the tap off on their end. And if they want to blow it up, I don't think they blow it up quite so close to Germany or Sweden. So who did blow it up? This was one of the worst releases of methane in the history of mankind. It was environmental terrorism. I, for the life of me, don't understand why the EU doesn't want to know who did it. This is a disgrace. What is wrong with us? This is an unbelievable destructive act and we don't want to know who did it? Is it because we know the answer? Or is it because it's the wrong answer? Mm -hmm. Because it's the wrong answer, Mick. You nailed it. He's based. Absolutely based. He and Claire, by the way, I mean, they're, you know, we need more people like him. And, you know, don't make fun of his hair. You know what? I don't care. I, that guy can come over to my house any day of the week. I like that hair. I wouldn't make fun of it. Uh, um, but we have to, you know, be equal opportunists if you're going to wear a T-shirt to Parliament. It's cool, yeah. right? Zelensky can do it. If Mick goes to speak in front of the in Congress, I hope he puts on a suit. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. He does. See ya! The white man. I'm just going to let y'all hear. The panel feel like it was a mistake for the United States Senate to apologize for lynching. Anybody think, Mr. Clegg, you think it was a mistake to apologize for lynching? Well, I do have a problem with that then. You yes. do? Okay. You know, for me to apologize for something, uh, it has to have been, in some sense, my fault. Otherwise, the nation's fault. Apologize. The nation permitted it to go on. It is understood... Uh, unfortunately, as being uh, uh, an, an, uh, an apology um, by some uh, individuals because of actions done by other individuals with whom they have nothing in common except for the color of their skin. And I think that that is uh, inconsistent. How about the apology that we that we asked the Japanese government to, 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 to give for having used comfort women in China? The House passed that unanimously. Was that a mistake? Was it a mistake for us to apologize to the Japanese we interred in World War II? Well, now there, uh, again, I, I assume that the it depends on on whose behalf the apology was. The, country, the United States the nation. government did the interning. And so for the United States government to apologize, I think, uh, I think would have been appropriate. All right, in slavery, the United States government permitted slavery, made it legal. When you say we, when you, when you say we... We're a uh, country. Well... You know, again, I don't think that, uh, I, don't, I don't look at it that way. Across the U.S., even around the world, is this, is that when one of the parents, they're going there because they can't get pregnant, right? They've been vaccinated, either the father, the mother, or both. What they're seeing for the first time ever is that the genetic malformations are so extreme, I've never seen this before. And of course, they have to discard the embryo. The other thing, though, is why I was contacted, is that in the wells of the embryos that have been vaccinated, not the plain wells, not the ones from the unvaccinated, there's contamination. 
and the contamination is so grand, they are discarding the embryos, or so that's what they're saying. They've never seen this before. This is the first time ever, only when the COVID shot started. So when I looked at the picture that was uh, sent to me, it looked more parasitic-like, these little squiggly lines. I don't know because no one's looked at it under the microscope or sent to analyze it. They're told by their superiors to shut up, don't say a word, don't do anything about it. Are they all discarding these? I don't know, but there was more parasite than embryo. So, or, or what it looked like, I should say, what it appeared to be. So when these people are going out there telling you, I got my shot, I feel fine. I feel fine, I feel fine. Grabbing my wine or cruise, whatever. Maybe they do feel fine, but they're going to have babies if they make it to, if they're able to give birth to, what is that? I mean, how is that not changing the genetic structure of these embryos? And then what is that growing in the Petri dish? So what is happening across the US, even around the world is this, is that when one of the parents, they're going there because they can't get pregnant, right? It is the stupidity of man to think that he can do evil, even some monstrous evil, and it won't have any backlash on himself. But of course, it seldom works that way. And the moment he figures that out, he starts looking for a way to avoid the repercussions of what he's done. This is what happened with slavery. In the early 1800s, as it began to look like the end of slavery might be on the horizon, white America started to be concerned that a day of reckoning was coming. The primary fear for the average person was of retribution and insurrection, and that was a reasonable fear. After all, it's illogical to think that you can do to a whole group of people what was done to African Americans and think that they will just take it lying down forever. And of course, there were things like the Nat Turner uprisings. But for the wealthy elite, their fears went beyond things like insurrection. They were worried about the financial impact. Remember, it was not just the cotton plantations that profited from slavery. Whether you're talking about the banks uh, or the insurance companies, uh, the railroads, even the newspapers, the fact is that almost every aspect of the American economy was at some level or another invested in the slave business. You also need to recognize that for the wealthy elitist who controlled this system, slaves were an asset as long as they were slaves. But at the moment they are set free, they become a liability. And what the elite knew was that the end of slavery would instantly release four million people into the economy who had been kept uneducated and effectively unemployable anywhere but the cotton field. The other fear that these people had was intermarriage between blacks and whites would lead to a loss of racial purity. The question was, what were they gonna do about it? And their initial thought was that they would just send all the slaves back to Africa. This plan was called colonization, and it had broad support among the wealthy elite. In fact, the American Colonization Society was even funded by the United States Congress. But in the end, colonization proved to be unworkable, and the idea was eventually scrapped. But about that same time, a new philosophy was emerging in the world. It was called eugenics, and for some, it seemed like the perfect solution to, had, to what had become known as the Negro Dilemma. The bottom line is that the government is getting what they have ordered. They're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think 
too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives. And after all, what can one person do about it? One person can do nothing. But a nation educated can do much. Why does Hollywood make motion pictures like Death Wish and Dirty Harry, always showing how regular citizens are misused and abused and tricked and deceived by their government, and then one lone guy has to stand up for what's right because the whole system is corrupt? Why do you think they make movies like that? Is there a message in that? I'll tell you why. It's very simple. First of all, these conspirators, these people, make the movies showing you what the problem is. Then they make the movies to show you what the solution is. They know that you are frustrated. They know that the people of America are frustrated because there is no law and order. But that's purposely designed. We're not supposed to have law and order yet. We're supposed to have crime the immorality and the drugs and the murder and all the other things that we are besieged by, we're supposed to have that. If the government did not want it, it would not be here. Believe me, this is the most powerful government the world has ever known. They have, a, they have the ability to get a hold on Adolf Hitler. Fifty years ago, he had a standing army, the greatest navy, air force military, secret underworld organizations operating throughout the world. But this government got a hold on Adolf Hitler because it chose to and it wanted to. And if you do not pay your income taxes, they will find you if you go to the Amazon jungle and they will... It's our policy. If you don't like the policy, we'll send out the police to show you that we are backing up our policy with arms, with people with guns. It's our policy that you need to mind your business and stay out of the streets and don't give the government any problems because if we catch you out on the streets with a riot, we're going to deal with you because that's our policy is to keep everything peaceful. They're called peace officers and we don't want people out in the street rioting because that's not, a, that's not good for our business. So that's why we have police. They back up the policy by the police. So it's a very interesting way of looking at the world, how the world really works. Banks, religions, government. Christianity is a corporation. It was incorporated in the Vatican back, uh, back in many, many hundreds of years ago the Vatican incorporated. It became a company. It became a big company. 
And that's why today, even in America, you have the Marine Corps. Corps is short for corporation. This is why when you die, you are a corpse. Because but while you were alive, you were a corporation. And so that's why you were a corpse. Well, now you're a corporation, but you're out of business. You're defunct and you're out of business. Mr. Maxwell, we have a question. So Habibi Jan asks, what are they doing with all the profits of the business of humans? They are operating dark secret projects that cost trillions of dollars to do. Trillions of dollars. Big projects, major, major projects so big you've never heard of them before. And that's why they need the money. They need the money because each one of our bodies, that's another point where they bring up yet. Your physical body is a security on the New York Stock Exchange. You're worth about six and a half million to seven million dollars. If you call the stock market, there's a certain place you call in New York, the stock market, to find out what a particular stock is worth. And you call them and you tell them, I was cleaning my grandmother's garage and I happened to find an old piece of paper and it's a, it's a security on the stock exchange. And I want to know, is it is it valuable? Is it of any value? I don't know. Can you tell me? And they will say, give us the stock number. And you give them the number on the back of your social security card. Your social security card has numbers on the back. You give them the numbers on the back of the social security card and they will come back and say, oh yes, that, that's worth six and a half million dollars. To who? Who owns it? And they will give you your name. They'll give you your name. And then you say that I am so-and-so. It's on the back of my social security card. That's me. Are you telling me I got six and a half million? They'll say, yeah, that's right. You got six and a half million on the New York Stock Exchange. Well, then what are you worried about paying off your house for and paying off your plane and your jet and your boat for if you got six and a half million on the stock market, for God's sake? Why are they taking your house from you if you can't pay for your house, you can't pay for your car? Why don't you just pay the damn thing off with the six and a half million you got on the stock market? Well, the reason you don't is because you didn't even know you had six and a half million on the stock market. You didn't even know how it works. And they don't want you to know it's a big club and you ain't in it. But that's how the big wealthy guys of this country buy the hotels and the airlines and buy all this stuff because they know they're worth six and a half million on the stock market. They want to buy something that's cost five million. They just pick up the phone and say, sell off five million of my of my stock. Now you only got a million and a half left. It doesn't matter. I just spent five million. I'll take care of the other million and a half later. That's how people with the big money run business from behind the scenes on the stock market because they know things you don't.
Feel this, then you know what I'm talking about. 